Welcome to Compassionately You. Here, we host conversations in vulnerability and hopes to help and motivate others. My name is Brie Luganville and I'm your host. I love to have different guests on to talk about a personal journey that they went through. Sometimes it focuses on internal growth. Sometimes it does focus on body image as well and how that affects our overall being as a person. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Monday, everyone. I'm Bree, your host today on Compassionately You, and today I have Alicia Shoemaker here. So, hi, Alicia. Hi, Bree. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am super excited to be here. I've been looking forward to chatting with you for so long. Ah. It's super exciting for me. <laughs> I am really excited, too. I remember meeting you at a, um, oh my gosh, it was like an event like quite a while ago and I just re- loved connecting with you there it's at like Manic Muse and so, so yes and so and there was wine there we'll get to wine oh, later <laughs> but oh it was wonderful but anyway everybody so Alicia is a serial entrepreneur she has a love for creating and starting businesses and right now her focus is a business called RetroCo. But Alicia, can you just explain to everyone, if they aren't sure, what does a serial entrepreneur mean and um, why is it something that's been just so close to your heart? So um, I I was lovingly called a serial entrepreneur by a mentor of mine a number of years ago um, because I love starting and launching businesses. Um, It's been a passion of mine for... For over a decade, um, whether it's helping other people start theirs or studying people who are entrepreneurs, I love the idea of being in business for yourself and having all this control over your life. Um, And I've participated in a number of businesses. I've built um, a bakery and run a commercial kitchen. And I have started a business with my husband with an auto repair business. I have sold purses. I have sold wine. Um, I am in love with the skincare line RetroCo that I'm with right now. And um, there's just something exciting about doing it your way mm-hmm. that has always just really stuck out for me. And I would love to say that um, I kind of started it on my own, but my dad was an entrepreneur and ran his own businesses when I was young. So it's kind of just been a part of my life and something I always wanted to be like him to do. And so uh, what are the benefits to being in control of your own business? I just thought of that while you were talking about it. No, I think the biggest thing is um, being able to decide what your day looks like. Mm -hmm. I am a mom to three incredibly dramatic young girls. And... um, (laughs) To be able to be home and still build something and have something that I'm proud of that is more than, you know, I I say this in quotes, more than just a mom. Yes. Um, You know, I 
I can help support my family. It's something that I build for myself and for my family. It helps give me clarity and sanity and connects me with um, people that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for starting a business. Mm -hmm. So I have stronger relationships. I have um, powerful and um, energetic women that I've met only because I'm in business for myself. I would have never met them had I had a traditional job or had I focused solely on being home with my kids. Yeah. And I feel like in that realm, it's like you're not just a mom. You're not it's not just a job. It's more of like it's that lifestyle choosing that control it's like making it that type of lifestyle it is and it's nice to feel like at the end of the day I took care of my kids and I took care of my family and it's not just you know chasing them around and making sure they're at school and making sure that all the homework is done but that there's a legacy that Mm -hmm. I can build that they can be proud of and giving them the belief that they can do whatever they want, whether it's, you know, a traditional eight to five or it's something completely different. They don't have to choose just one thing. Yeah. And if they want to change that thing, it's like, it's okay to do so. It's okay to experiment because look at all the different, you know, the different businesses you've been a part of and you started and you've gone other areas. And it, it's allowed me to find what my passion is. You know, I feel like we've always been raised to believe that you pick a career, you work at it for 40 years, and then you retire. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else has to take care of you. And that just never fit well with me because I can't imagine doing the same thing every single day for 40 years. You know, I need new and exciting adventures. I need new... Um, new goals, new focuses, and this gives me that flexibility to be passionate about the things that I'm spending time on. I 100% can just agree there. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) It's always needing like something new or something challenging or, and it can be a different avenue and you can be passionate about so many different things and go in one direction and go in another speaking from relating because I in that same way in many ways. So, um, something too that you had wanted to talk about was the, um, idea of learning that you are worth more. And so it's kind of your personal journey that you wanted to delve into. And I'm sure that there are other that can kind of relate to this, but Mm -hmm. growing up, um, I do not have the traditionally, traditionally regarded beautiful body type. You know, I am bigger boned. I have, I have hips and I have all the curves and growing up, that always just made me feel incredibly inadequate. Mm. Um, because you know, I didn't look like what I thought I was supposed to look like. And, um, so I spent all of this time kind of compensating, you know, if I can't, I can't look like I'm supposed to, then I need to measure up somewhere else. And what that created in me was a pattern of striving 
for something. I always wanted to push harder, do more, be more, and prevail and prove that I had value because I didn't, if you looked at me, I feel like you didn't see that value. So, um, as I grew older, you know, those patterns became passions. So I love the feeling of or seeing a customer with a smile on their face for the first time trying a product, whether it was a truffle that I made and rolled by hand or um, feeling their skin the way they want it to feel on their face or looking in the mirror and feeling like they have a brighter, they have brighter skin or, you know, when I was selling wine, realizing that they loved something that they thought they wouldn't love. Mm-hmm. There, there was just a, an added benefit for me to have other people around me be happy because of something that I gave them or I brought them or I showed them. Um, but I spent all of this time growing up trying to prove myself to everyone else mm-hmm. and ignoring the things that um, should have been important to me. So my dad passed away when he was very young. He was 32 years old and at Um, just shy of 30, I had my youngest daughter and, um, I realized that all these years of trying to fit into that perfect body type or compensating for not being there, I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. And I had this panic that I was going to turn 32 in two years and I was either going to, I I was going to leave my kids behind Mm -hmm. because I had focused so much on the other things and trying to make everybody else happy and make everybody else satisfied with who I was. Um, Now, having realized what I was doing, I have taken a whole new focus on my health, my fitness, not about the weight or the body type that I should be, but in making sure that I'm healthy so I can stay around as long as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. And channeling my passion for service and for wanting to make people happy and to also wanting to make people healthy. So this brand that I'm working with now is natural skincare, but with guaranteed results. So I can give people the benefits and the things that make them smile and know that I'm not hurting them and that I'm not putting them at risk for things that I wouldn't want to be put at risk for. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes total sense. And I think it's really, I do think it's so common for us because I feel like it's kind of ingrained at a young age to be people pleasers and care so much more about what others think or what, you know, even just the world thinks about what you should be, what you should look like. And so we spend our adult lives finally understanding that is not the truth. And what really matters is our own journey and also what's best for us, which might not be what's best for someone else, whether it's, you know, like what you're doing personally, internally, what it is for your body. Like it's just different for everybody. So yeah, I a hundred percent. I'm there with you. And I love, I love everything. And this is one of the reasons I was so excited to talk to you is I love everything that you're doing because it's focused more on that internal health and happiness and gratitude and feeling worthy of the things that are in your life 
than it is about fitting the mold. Yes. And it's one of the things that for a long time, this idea of being an entrepreneur, when, you know, prior to having kids, I had a traditional nine to five and I was still trying to build something in the background. I was still mm-hmm. trying to build businesses and I was building a bakery wow. when I'm working a nine to five. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but I was trying to fit the mold by doing that. I was going to put in my 40 years and then I was going to be done. I was just, this was just something that I did because I had a passion for it and because I was good at it and I liked it. Um, but I had no intention of breaking free of those expectations yeah. until I had my daughter. And then everything changes after having a kid. Yes. It did. All of a sudden I realized that I, I would rather be happy than be comfortable. Mm -hmm. I would much rather, um, feel the pressure some days and have to budget and have to give up on some of those things to know that I'm happy and I'm taking care of the people that I care about and I'm doing it the way that I feel I need to do it. And I feel like you just hit on it right there. Like happiness um, doesn't have to be separate from a job. Um, It can be if that, you know, people can just go in and do what they need to do for that. And then they can have it be separate if that is what works for them. But for other people, you know, with the entrepreneur spirit, sometimes it's we're very passion driven and that is what motivates us. And so to keep us going in a job, having it be something that does bring that happiness is so important because we keep going versus then we feel stagnant or it just doesn't feel like it's right. It felt excruciatingly painful to sit there for eight, nine, 10, 12 hours some days just doing something that just paid the bills. It wasn't something I loved it wasn't something that I was passionate about it just felt like I was it was painful I was drowning in the monotony of it yeah and I do feel like there has been a shift and will continue to be a shift in the direction of your job can be in your passion um especially just with all the stuff being so accessible for online businesses and other things and it just seems like it's kind of going more towards towards that type of lifestyle I agree. I think that's so exciting because it means that there are fewer limits on people to feel like they have to be a certain way. It doesn't have to be one way. It can be a million different ways. It can be, you can work three hours, you can work 15 hours, you know, you can, you just have so much flexibility to really be who you are versus trying to be what everybody else expects you to be. Yeah, and kind of to circle back to the beginning of the being a serial entrepreneur, being someone with multi-interests, which I feel like everybody has different, like, multiple interests. When you start in a passion and you go into that and you're, um, I don't know, entrepreneurial junior or small business or anything, you can pivot. You can ha- It can have its time there, and then you can go, okay... I was passionate about this. I still am, but I kind of want to try something different. Or I think right now I have just a new, a new direction to go. And then you can change directions and go like you don't have to 
even within that realm, it doesn't have to be like just one and done. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be forever. You know, there's, Mm -hmm. there are businesses, at least in my opinion, and journeys that are not lifelong journeys. Just like there are people that are in your life for a certain amount of time for a certain reason. Mm -hmm. Um, But to expect that something that you're doing is going to take you for 40 years I don't know that that's as true as it used to be. Um, I think it, I think it allows us to all be creative and, you know, if you're passionate about something, you really build it. Mm-hmm. When the passion is gone, that business kind of flounders. And I think that can actually have more of a toll on you in trying to maintain something that you're no longer as excited about. Um, as just being able to walk away and say, you know what, this had its time and now I think it's okay to move on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really good for people to know when they do start something and then it's like, okay, well I started this, so I need to keep going. I need to finish it. And finishing it means it goes until, you know, I'm, I go, no, 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 but, but, you know, and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, like you said, it does not have to be that way. It can have its time. And I feel like it's like a seat. It can be a season. There's season of friendships. There's seasons of jobs. There's seasons of passion that are different. There's a season of interests. Um, like in the winter, I like to curl up and watch movies more often than in the summer. I like to be out and doing more activities outside. So, yeah. Well, and I think there is something beautiful about recognizing when something is done because you can, you can revel in a new adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it does, it is, it, it can be sad when you realize that a season is ending or that a passion, you're moving beyond it into something else. Um, there can be a sadness there, but there's also something graceful about transitioning from one thing to another um, and recognizing that something is done. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. <laughs> and it, and it, it really should be. Yeah. Um, to really embrace what was an amazing part of your life and realize that now that, that now it doesn't have a place anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And there's still so much more life. <laughs> there's so much more to it there's so many more directions you can go in and you learn so much from each opportunity that you're given that it can feed into the next adventure um, whether it's a new skill or new contacts or you know even new passions I, if you had told me 10 years ago that um, I was going to sell wine and then I was going to sell skincare. I would have laughed in your face. I was not a wine drinker. I was a tequila drinker. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and wine all of a sudden came out of the blue as something that I was, I still am incredibly passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and helping people feel comfortable in their own skin is something I'm incredibly passionate about that never occurred to me that it would be a part of my life even five years ago. Yeah. I was not that girl. And if you would have told me I would be doing a podcast or being a coach, I like five years ago, I would have been like, no, 
No way. That's absolutely what? not going to happen. That's nuts. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's no way. Like, Isn't that so exciting, <laughs> though? Because in five years, what incredible thing will you be passionate about? Yeah. It leaves you open to so many new experiences. And um, because you know there are an infinite number of opportunities, you keep your eyes open for what's the, what is the that spark? Where is that next spark going to come from? Yeah. And I do think sometimes we're put in, like, eventually we get put into different um, careers that are challenging us personally in a way that, like, personally develops us. Like, self-compassion is something that I practiced for, like, five years, and I really loved it and needed it. Um, And then I just got so passionate about it because it's been wonderful for me. I was like, ah, I need to tell more people about it. And, like... For you, you're doing the skincare where you're helping people feel beautiful and you, you know, you had the struggles of not feeling like you were worthy enough in the body you have and your body is beautiful. Your body is wonderful. Um, it doesn't matter it what. Is, <laughs> yeah. It does incredible things. I mean, I, for all those years of feeling like I just didn't measure up to really feel worthy of the body that I have and the skills and the passions that I have is liberating. All this weight is lifted off because it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. No. It doesn't matter what anybody else looks at. It's this is this is who I am and this is I'm proud of everything that I've built. And now you're able to like this is what I feel like in mind, so maybe it feels like it for you too and where you're at now, but able to see those people where I can see that they were struggling like I was. And so I'm like, I want to be that person to, to show you that you are a great person and stop beating yourself up. So this is what I did. I use the self-compassion. And for you, you know, look, absolutely. I can make someone feel absolutely beautiful in their own skin. And so. And it's so exciting to, for somebody, for that to click for somebody else and for, at least for me, to feel like I guided them there. Kind of feeling like I'm paying it forward for all the pieces and all the things that other people gave to me that made me get to where I am. A hundred percent, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, this is such a good conversation. Um, <laughs> is there... I hope so. Yes. Uh, is there anything you want to leave our listeners with just like, I know you've already given so much advice and like encouragement, but any one thing, um, if you've kind of gone on different areas, but any one thing you want to tell them? Oh man, this is a tough one. I, if I could say one thing, I think it would be that there are the only wrong turns that you make in life, in business, in love, in any decision that you make, the only mistake that you can make is not learning from it. Mm. And, um, you know, we all, we all make mistakes, but the important thing is to not make them again and to not allow anyone to make you feel unworthy. Um, to make have anybody make you feel like you don't measure up or aren't good enough. Um, I think there's so much negativity in the world and it it can 
break you if you let somebody tell you that you're not worth it and that you're not worthy. Yeah. And so, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and then is there anything now, how can people connect with you if they would like to see what RetroCo is about or if they just want to have a chat with Alicia after hearing this inspirational? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is it is wine with Alicia. Yes, I still wine a lot, even, <laughs> with, um, even with being in skincare. And you can also um, connect with me on Facebook, um, Alicia Shoemaker, or follow my Facebook page for Retro Call called New School SC with Alicia. Um, I would love to connect with you and make you feel a little bit more comfortable in that skin of yours. I'd love to help. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I love to talk about this stuff. Oh, this is great. I do too. So we could talk all day. I just love this. this. (laughs) So, and, um, so everyone, yeah, I'll have everything in the podcast notes too, as usual. So you can see how to connect with Alicia and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. If you'd like to learn more about today's episode, you can go to brieluganville.com slash podcast. If you'd like to join our private support group, You can find us on Facebook and search for the private group, Compassionately You. If you would like to be a guest, you can email Bree at brielugenville at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great start to your week.